You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Well, oh, I was so excited. It's but... like Skyrim, but with a dildo bat and a dubstep <laughs> yeah. gun. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming, where we talk about news and stuff related to video games. I'm Proxy. Uh, I'm Sarah. Uh, last week, Morgan quit the show. <laughs> She's never coming back again. No. She hates us. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm we, starting to wonder if that's like low key the trick. She's like, I'm just going to miss a couple. <laughs> I'm actually quitting. It's like when you're dating somebody and they really slowly start ghosting you. Oh, no. And you don't even realize until like weeks oh, no. have gone by. No. It's just like last week she had to work. And then this week, uh, we just got home from eating a lot of meat. Oh. So it's like, you know, just just relax and it'll be fine. I always hate that. Like if you, like myself, have a diet of garbage. Yes. And then you go out somewhere nice to eat. Yeah. So you eat good food. Yeah. But then your whole system goes, how about no? Yeah. Like, And you're like, oh, I feel terrible. I try to eat really well during the week because like if I get lunch at work, it's like usually a salad. And that's all fine and well. But if I go out to eat, it's like I always get sick every time. Until you get that E. coli from the lettuce. Oh, my God. From everything. You can get E. coli from anything now because the FDA is just like, shrug. Are they even open right now? I don't think (laughs) so. They're closed during the shutdown. I know that there's a lot of things that like should be getting checked and just aren't. It's like state parks. Yeah. (laughs) I hate getting E. coli at state parks. But it's kind of scary. Like I don't. There's so many things that we can't even eat. I don't even know what we can't eat. Oh, boy. Well, that's welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Um, It's about the government shutdown and how it affects us all in really weird ways. How it affects video games, which thankfully there seem to be. I'm glad that there's not a government sanctioned store to purchase video games because that would a fucking suck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or government sanctioned areas. There's I forget who it was. It might have been Christopher Titus Titus. Yes. That did a really good skit about if the government owned coffee shops like mm-hmm. if the government owned starbucks and how starbucks would have to operate like the dmv so he's <laughs> like first off it wouldn't be called starbucks it would be like the um caffeinated beverage distribution and portable pastry snack handling sent refill station 17062 <laughs> or something like that yeah. and you'd go in there and everyone's grumpy like <laughs> i was like oh god imagine going to get games like that i would die oh, god. Yeah, it's like going to a GameStop, any GameStop that isn't ours, and they're just like, get the fuck out of my store. Oh, my God. I saw Luna today, and I told her all about our stream mm-hmm. with the 80s headband and shit, and she's like, I know what I'm watching later. Yeah. I was like, I'll I had, send you the link. I had zero idea what was going on in the game, also because I like left for like 20 minutes so we could come home. No idea That's what was going on all the plot. in the game, but I was having a great time. <laughs> Everything, everything happened. It was yeah. just that, well, that 20 minutes you were gone is where all the plot happened. Oh, I bet. And then you came back and it was just laser raptors. Really, yeah. So. It was fine. Uh, but anyhow, what have you been playing this week? Uh, just Animal Crossing, but I've been really good about playing it almost every day. New Leaf, Pocket Camp? New Leaf. Okay. Uh, I really want to do Pocket Camp because I have a phone that can play it, but every time I stop playing New Leaf, I'm like, I'm going to open the app store and download Pocket Camp again. And I get to, like, the opening my phone screen, and then I'm like, what was I here for? It's like walking through a door. I'll just check Twitter. (laughs) And then it starts the cycle. Oh, boy. It's real bad. 
that's me half the time. I'll, I like I'll open to text my mother something and I'll just like, well, I must have been going on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> must have been on Discord. Yeah. Half the time, like I check Discord on my phone is like because I forgot what I was going to do in the first place. And it's like, I must have been trying to check Discord. Clearly. <laughs> So how's Animal Crossing going? Great. How's your mayorship holding up? Oh my god. It's it's been like a time because I learned that okay, every day four new fossils will spawn in random spots. And I learned the hard way that if you don't pick up all four, if you accidentally leave one behind or if you rebury it or something, um it will stay in that spot. So if you never like pick it up only three new ones will spawn in different areas and there was one that i couldn't find for the life of me for like four days in a row and i only need a few fossils to complete the museum at least that part of it so i was getting pissed off like okay where the fuck is this last fossil maybe now that i've almost completed the museum only three will spawn and i googled it and google was like no idiot it's just that you haven't found it and i was like i've literally scoured every pixel of this fucking town where is it it's I, behind someone's house it, I checked everywhere. I checked behind trees. I checked behind rocks. I even like got rid of most of my flowers because like you clear cut the whole village. Yeah, because I was like, okay, it's it, they can spawn like if you plant flowers in a diagonal pattern with gaps in between, it's easier for them to grow like new hybrids. So I have a lot of spaces like that, and I checked in in between all of those, and it wasn't anywhere. So I was like, I'm just gonna get rid of a lot of my flowers because it's taken up a lot of space. And I finally was just like, I give up. I'll just check again tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll get lucky. And I was just walking past and like right on the edge of the one of my streams or my stream that goes through the town. There's this one patch that's always dirt no matter what I do. And there's not a flower in this one spot. And it's dirt. So it matches the color of the little X where the where you can see that the oh. fossil is. For four days it was there. And I couldn't find it. Because it was just hidden in the dirt around, surrounded by flowers right next to the water. And I was like, I'm going to throw this game out the window. Oh, no. But now that I found it, I got all four. But I still, like, I'm so close to getting my last few fossils. I don't even remember which ones they are. And it's like, I never get them. Every day I'm like, maybe this will be it. Maybe this will be it. Who oh, looks like our museum already has all these. And I'm like, thanks, Blathers. Ugh. <laughs> but, and then I was playing morgan was watching me play the other night and i was just like running around like selling things moving things whatever and i was she was like well, what you doing and i was like oh i'm whatevering and i was like it's really too bad that you aren't into this because it would be really fun to play together because we don't play a lot of games together you can't do that with a lot of games these days and she was like yeah but you could just take my copy and you know, make a whole new town if you wanted, because I'm never going to play it. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> I'm not going to probably. But I feel like it's a couple's curse. There are very few games that Annabelle and I will actually play mm -hmm. together, like Diablo 3. Yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, I'm trying to find a good MMO to play together, but I have no like no time during the week to do anything. Yeah. To invest really in anything. So there's no sense in spending money on something. Right. And when are we going to find the time? Yeah. And it's like, I wanted to get into Terraria. I just, I can't. I keep trying it's and I just can't get same. into it. It's not for everybody. I, I hate that feeling of wanting to like something mm -hmm. and you just don't like it. Mm -hmm. That's me with, um, 
there's a TV show that's super hot right now that everybody I know likes that a lot of people who are into the same things I like, like this show. And they're like, you should watch it. You should like, you'd like it a lot. And I'm like, oh man, I've tried it. If I've watched the same first episode of a show five times and I've never gotten past it, it's not fucking happening. <laughs> Sometimes if it's, if it's a case like that, I'll go like five episodes deep mm-hmm. and check something out from there and then that way I, it's like i'm tarantinoing the series yeah because then i can watch that episode and be like oh that was really interesting i would be into this i'm gonna go back and see how it got here yeah and then i can get myself caught up because I, I hate to say like there are so many things between games and movies and tv shows that like the first part is not good yeah and it's like you just have to get through that first one and it's yeah and it's <laughs> funny because like I say that, like, if I can't get through the first episode, it's over. But when I'm telling somebody to watch, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something, the first episode is great. The first episode of the show is great. But some of the characters, their personalities are annoying because it's – once you've seen the whole series, you're like, okay, these people are going to grow into great people. But at first – they're kind of annoying. At least there's character development. But there's so much character development that it's like, I know that I, this sounds like everybody else who's told me to try Steven Universe. I know that's what it sounds like. But I swear to God, if you watch the first season, you're going to be hooked. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I feel like a jerk every time I do that. But it's worth it. <laughs> this is not a Brooklyn Nine-Nine podcast, but it could be because. Uh, this could be a uh, binge watching <laughs> podcast because yeah. I remember when Mark and I binge watched I say binge watched. It wasn't all in like a single day or a single sitting, but it was like over every day we'd come home, watch a few episodes. Yeah. And we went through seven seasons of Big Bang Theory. Oh, God. All seven of the first seasons <laughs> of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And I was very back and forth about how I felt about it. I like some of the references, but I fucking despise Sheldon. Yeah. And not 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 in a great comical sort of way, like. I haven't felt that kind of despise for a character. It, like it goes from top down. It's basically Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life followed by you, Sheldon. I forgot you hate Heifer. Heifer <laughs> is the a... worst thing that ever happened to cartoons. Oh, it's so funny. Um, but anyway, off the tangent of um, shows <laughs> and things that people <laughs> like, roast me in the comments if you want. I don't should, care. Should we say no hate towards Jim Parsons who plays Sheldon? Yeah, no. I, like he's a great guy. No, he he's in, awesome. He was in the Muppets movie. I just I can't stand the character the way no, that the character is written. And you know what sucks too is like as a person who knows a lot of people with autism, Sheldon is absolutely coded as an autistic person. He's fucking textbook. I would be able to spot him out of a crowd and be like that guy's got autism. And the fucking creator of the show and all of the cast and everybody is like, "No." That's he doesn't have autism, I promise. And it's like, then he's just an asshole. <laughs> if he doesn't have autism, See, my then he's is, just an asshole. My problem is they use science as the joke yeah. rather than like making a joke using science. Yeah. I hate that. <sighs> I hate that they make nerds into the joke rather than making a joke for nerds. This is a Big Bang Theory hate show now. <laughs> That show is trash. This if you want a good show about nerd life, check out IT Crowd. A lot yes. of people can't get into it because of the laugh track. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I need to because Annabelle said something earlier. She, uh, Lenore was laying on the glass table, not sure how she was floating in midair. And <laughs> she was just like laying there like, I'm disabled. Oh. And so now I want to watch that episode of uh, IT Crowd. Legs disabled. Yeah, his legs disabled. Because <laughs> it's I, so fucking funny. I love that episode only because it's like. I don't know. It's so funny. 
but most of that show is so very good. This like, is what happens when Morgan's not here. I know we live. <laughs> It becomes a whole different podcast. It really does. I promise we're going to talk about games. We have news on the on the docket. We do. But <laughs> hot have... takes first. Yeah. Hot cakes and hot takes. That's what we're we're just here getting for. it out. It's fine. Um. Yeah. God, I've been everywhere this week with games. Because we started off the week, the first three nights of streams finished Tales of Berseria. Yep. So now I'm still emotionally reeling from that. I I did shed. One manly tear out of both of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Five times. Was, Morgan was sleeping and I was just laying there like, <laughs> wipe, wipe. <laughs> oh, shoot. And then we did our one special stream. So I played uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon because that was on sale on Steam. Yeah, it was a very silly game. It's very self-aware. It knows it's intending to be like a bad movie. Yeah. It's... It's like Kung Fury, but the video game. Yeah. Except that Kung Fury, the video game, is a thing as well. As it should be. As it should be. Yeah, I asked Morgan, like, this doesn't feel like a Far Cry game to me. No. When I think Far Cry, I just think, like, I'm a guy in a desert or a or the Up woods against some crazy psychopath. With a gun. Or Far Cry Primal, which was fine. And she was like, yeah, this one, they were like, what if, but different. <laughs> yeah and i was like honestly i'm very open to that, that pretty much is how it goes and uh it i loved it yeah i'll it, probably go back to it at some point it gave but, me doom vibes like the new doom yeah I don't know i'm not used to the open world aspect of games mm. anymore apparently <laughs> because i'm like where do i go if oh you, i can go wherever so if i put skyrim in your hands right now you'd be like whoa you put a skyrim in my hands like a few months ago and it's still sitting on my shelf I forgot about that. <laughs> so, uh, apparently no. Uh, yeah. And no, because they give me, like, specific quests to I can follow for the most That's part. That's true. But, I mean, I got lost in ESO. Yeah. And now I'm definitely in an area surrounded by areas that are too high-leveled for me to travel through. Yeah. Near nothing I need to be doing. So, it's just, it's a lot of not great when it comes to ESO. No. Um, And then, of course, I picked up DMC Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry. And for PS4, it is still beautiful. Great. It's done on the Unreal Engine. So like, that... it looked really pretty in PS3. Yeah. And just now it just looks prettier. Great. So when we streamed that a few years ago, that was the PS3 version? Yep. Great. I'm excited. And I found I was playing a little bit of that today because I wanted to make sure that I've got the, the button mapping and controls down again before we start streaming. And I look like a bathtub flailing around. <laughs> So I was playing a little bit of that and apparently this because this is like the definitive edition. So yeah. it has the Virgil story DLC that you could have bought for the PS3. Mm -hmm. And it also has extra skins for Dante. Oh, and of those, there's four versions of Dante you can play as, which is one is your standard. Yeah. The one that they designed for this game. Um, one is old school Devil May Cry Dante yep. with white hair, red coat, um, dark Dante. Which is the new design for Dante, but instead of black hair and a like grayish coat, he has white hair and a dark coat and his hmm. skin is paler. So which somehow <laughs> <laughs> and then they have Devil May Cry one Dante. Oh, so I thought that was pretty cool. But I'm like, oh, I wonder if I switch to original Dante skin, if it'll change the cutscenes. It doesn't. Oh, that's kind of so weird. you'll be running down. And because it's Unreal Engine three and it's the most of the cutscenes are like 
pre-rendered. So like you go in and Dante's running through the the hallway and all of a sudden it it looks like a really smooth cut transition. Yeah. But then you're a different Dante. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So for the stream, I'm just going to be playing a standard Dante to give everyone the experience that was intended by Ninja Theory. Right. That's probably but I also best. remembered that the soundtrack for this game is phenomenal. Yeah. Because it's uh, Combat Christ mostly. Mm-hmm. And it's I started the game up and Ambo was in here doing something for work. So I didn't want to be too loud. But I'm sitting there like I want to crank the shit out of this. <laughs> uh, so I'm really excited for that. And God, what else did I do? I also installed League of Legends, but haven't even launched the game yet. Terrific. And I played some Heroes of the Storm. Both MOBAs and MOBAs are another one of those. I've never been able to get into them. Yeah. I tried League of Legends back when I had a computer that couldn't handle League of Legends. <laughs> uh, so it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I tried Heroes of the Storm more recently, like a few months ago, because Tesla Apprentice was playing it. And was looking for people to play with. And I'm like, if I have someone to play with, maybe I'll get into it. Yeah. And I just, I can't, I couldn't get in behind the whole MOBA thing. Like, I just, I don't understand. It's like, I want to play Warcraft 3, but, or Starcraft, but I'm only controlling one character. <laughs> I don't, what am I doing? Yeah. And I played an, an all AI game, except for me, on Heroes. It wasn't too bad. Like, I started to get the hang of it by the end of the game, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's okay. Hmm. End of the match, I should say. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I I guess I can see a little bit of the appeal. This is one of those things that definitely I'm not going to be playing if I don't have people to play with, though. Right. So now I'm like, I have so many friends that I could play League of Legends with, but I feel like they're all the kind of friends that have already dumped an entire life savings on skins for League of Legends. And time, like a life's worth of time. Yeah. And they're just like doing it with their eyes closed. They're so good. Probably. Pretty much. And then there's me, the newbie. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's hard for me to get into games that are multiplayer. Because it's like, I know I'm going to be bad no matter how much time I put into this. And you're all very good at it. So mm. I'm going to drag you down for life. <laughs> and then I played some Overwatch this week. Great. I intended to. I The thought was there. I did. And I was intending to play Sombra. But I got into a match and someone already took Sombra. So I was like, I guess I'm just going to default back to Farah. <laughs> so I was playing Farah or I was going to play Farah, And then it's like, you don't have any tanks. And I'm like, I guess I'll play D.Va then. Yeah. So I was playing D.Va, realized that the amount of time that I have sunk into playing Farah has destroyed me for playing anyone else. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, how do buttons work? Yeah. What are what does Diva do? What are buttons? Yeah. So and playing I, as her is weird too because like I, I've played as her a f more than a few times, and like every time I get shot out of the bunny suit, I'm like so rattled at trying to figure out what my new moves are now that I'm like, uh, what's happening? What's happening? Uh, and then I die. Yeah, you have like no hit points left yeah. once you're out of the mecha. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that kept happening to me. <laughs> and then, of course, I popped my ult way too soon. And I'm like, oh, God, sorry, guys. I have no idea. It's been a long time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I felt like such a noob, um, which, granted, compared to most of the people I was playing with, I am because they're all in, like, their 300s. Yeah. And I'm, like, measly level 56. It reminds – every time I play, like, a game like that, it reminds me of this time when I was super, super into Left 4 Dead 1. And I was playing online with people – under my brother's Xbox Live gamer tag. 
and which was like pretty it was Helen Payne because he was like nine when he made it and he thought it was really cool. So it's like a, a pretty neutral, if not masculine gamer tag. Nobody ever knew I was a girl, uh, which was a problem the few times it did come up, like if I was on voice chat. But I was trying to be a tank in uh, versus mode. Oh, and. They, I was like a bad tank and I was like, I'm sorry, guys, I'm a really bad tank. And as soon as I said on the mic, I'm sorry, I'm a really bad tank, but you can't choose if you're the tank or not. Immediately, this one dude was just like trying to get me kicked from the game because you can do that. You can select on select somebody and try to kick them. Yeah, you can. And, and then everybody votes. On everybody votes. And he just kept trying and trying and trying. And eventually everybody got pissed off because I had apologized in advance. And I died as the tank and somebody else took over. But he still kept trying to get me kicked. And everybody was just like, fuck this guy. And we all voted to kick him. But every time I play an online game, that's all I can think about is like, I am apologizing in advance for being bad at this. Don't take it out on me. I was, <laughs> I'm learning. I was watching um, someone from Cloud9's team stream Overwatch on Twitch earlier today. Mm -hmm. I forget her name, unfortunately. I don't follow Cloud9 that much. But I was looking for people streaming Overwatch. She was streaming it. So I was like, I'm going to watch her play for a little bit and see how Cloud9 handles Overwatch. Yeah. So she was playing as Farah. I was like, maybe I can pick up some tips. And I'm watching watching her stream. And I, it from what I gathered, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, it sounds like she has a different account that she uses to play casually mm -hmm. or to play on her own as opposed to her account that she'll use for competitions. That's very smart. So... <laughs> On that account, of course, she's got the skills of a pro-level player. Yeah. Playing ranked competitive online with other not professional, potentially, players. Yeah. And she was playing. She got through. They won the map they were on. And then she went to open a loot box. And this big red message came up that says, um, your account has been flagged for cheating. Oh, my God. By one of your teammates or something like that. I was like, oh, shit. Someone reported her. Like, I'm guessing for hacks. But she's like, I'm not using hacks. I'm just. I'm just good at this. I just play this a lot. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, that sucks. at least if it's all like being recorded for the purpose of a stream. Or like a if, good 4,000 people watching. If anybody ever was like, were you though? She can be like, no, look, literally look. I was just playing the game. Yeah. It's like irrefutable evidence that she was not cheating. Right. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I hate people. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so that's pretty much, I think that's actually all I've been playing this week. I intend to do a lot more gaming this weekend. I'm going to hop in some League of Legends and mm. try and play that. I'm going to probably try and play a little bit with Al because we're both newbies and yeah. he's been also in that boat of like, I want someone to play with, but not someone who's going to jump down my throat every time I have a free second. <laughs> yeah. Yo, league it's now. Like, uh, dude, I'm pooping. I, I had, I need 45 dude, I minutes. At, I'm at, I'm at work. Yeah. I'm at soup. I don't I'm have time. Soup. I can't league right now. I'm at yeah. soup. I, I really, I want to, I want to play stuff this weekend because I have a three day weekend from work. So I, I don't feel like. By the time Sunday rolls around, I'm like, okay, I have enough time to do, like, a chore or two around the house, but I just have to, like, dread going back to work on Monday. But this weekend, I don't have that. So, it just, if we're snowed in, maybe I'll actually make time to play some fucking video games. If you, do you have PlayStation Plus? I do. If you want to play on some Overwatch, mm -hmm. hit me up. Mm -hmm. We can just join our own private voice chat team and play some Overwatch and yeah. be terrible together. Yeah. Because I know times. you won't judge me. <laughs> I won't. Because I know you won't judge me. Exactly. Thank God. 
<laughs> We're both bad at so, games. It's fine. So that being said, uh, we got some games that are coming at you this coming week. Thursday, January 24th, Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, Rules, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And My Memory of Us for the Switch. And then Friday, January 25th, we'll have Resident Evil 2 HD Remake for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And we've already got the games for Xbox Game Pass. Uh, are those releasing on Thursday, the January 24th? Yeah, they're just, they're, okay. they're just coming to Game Pass available on that day okay. until they get removed in question mark. And those are Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, and Saints Row the Third. God, the Saints Row series I haven't heard from in a long while. I know. I was really, I was telling Morgan because I was really excited. I was like, Shadow of Mortar and uh, Saints Row the Third are on Game Pass because she has Game Pass for like the next three years. And she was like, I already own those games. And she owns Saints Row the Third on like four different platforms. It's like my Skyrim. It's like her Skyrim. And it's like, well, oh, I was so excited. It's like Skyrim, (laughs) but with a dildo bat and a dubstep gun. And there's like a crazy good character creator, which I love in saints row so great damn (laughs) on that note we're gonna take a brief break and we'll be right back at you with some gaming news have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you is it just me or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable we at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadu experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash Yadude, link in the description and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. Since uh, Morgan quit the show, I'm going to give you a <laughs> posterity. Uh, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 93. We are recording Friday, January 18th. This will hit your earballs Saturday, January 19th. Happy Saturday it is, and a happy blizzard is on its way to destroy New England. Yep. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We have no idea. National Weather Service doesn't tell us dick anymore, because yeah. they closed. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we can build a wall before the storm gets here. Just build a wall right around Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. And then that way the storm will just be like, oh, I don't have my green card. I can't get into the state. (laughs) I was trying to. You got me, president. I was trying to get asylum, but I have to come into the country before I can get asylum. Somebody, one of, um, someone Josh Foreman follows on Twitter 
tweeted earlier today, I think. And it was like, so if I'm understanding this correctly, illegal immigrants are coming from Mexico by throwing their Muslim prayer rugs over the border and crawling across them while they're being driven into the country by knife raping something or others. And I'm like, what? He's like, you know, when you put that all into one sentence, it sounds really crazy. It sounds crazy. You know what it is crazy to me is like there is there is a wall that like the the Mexican American border. It's it, there is a wall. It's literally a wall. There's chunks of it missing where people travel to and fro, but there is a wall. And I like people aren't just climbing walls to get here. They're trying to they're coming here. To come here legally. What we need is a dome. And we're just saying no. It's uh, it's crazy. We need a dome. Um, or we should just all team up and go down there. You know what's good for making teams is a matchmaking system. Matchmaking wow. systems, by the way. Um, what a ben, segue. <laughs> right, right, what a segue into news. Uh, ben Irving, one of Anthem's lead producers, said on Twitter in response to a fan's question that Anthem is going to have a matchmaking system for every activity in the game. Yeah, I guess, like, people were afraid that it would be... Wait, I have to have friends to play? Yeah, I think that people were afraid that they would have to have, like, a team of people in order to do things in the game. Or you just, like, are in the game. All we can do now is hope that the matchmaking system isn't broken as fuck. All we have to do is hope that Anthem is a video game that plays. I don't understand. That's all I want out of it. I just want it to be a game. (laughs) It it looks really pretty. I have hopes from the things that I've seen so far. Yeah, I've been excited about Anthem for a while. And I think that uh, when I was like, oh, yeah, I got to pre-order that or at least like put $5 down or something. Morgan was like, it's already pre-ordered. I did that for you. Yeah. I was like, oh, See, the thing I don't like (laughs) about, and the thing that concerns me with Anthem is the same thing that I ended up finding concerned me with Monster Hunter World. Because I was so used to a single player Monster Hunter experience where I just go out, I hunt monsters, and I do things. And in Monster Hunter World, they had missions you could go and do yourself, quests you could do on your own. But a lot of the bigger hunts are like, you either need to have someone to partner up with, or they'll find someone for you, matchmaking system. Yeah. That's fine. Unfortunately, I feel like most of my experiences getting paired up with anyone online has been a shit-talking 12-year-old. Yeah. And I don't want to hop into a game of Anthem and be like, all right, let's get our feet wet in Anthem. And then I get paired up with some angsty 13-year-old who's like been playing since the beta dropped. Yeah. The closed beta. Already mastered the whole game. And he's like, no, let me tell you how to play. Yeah. I'm like, it's, I don't need your judgment. I just want to play a game and have wanna, some fun. I just want to play a game. I And this is a Bioware one, right? I, yeah. Because there's so many um, one-named games that are coming out like in the near future that People I can't... People don't want to pronounce things. I can't keep them straight. No. And um, it's like... I, I feel like a lot of people are... <laughs> they're going to be taking at them with a grain of salt because Andromeda was so bad. Um... So, I, like, I, whatever Fallout game Bethesda puts out next, people are going to be mad about because they're still angry about 76. I feel like Anthem is that. People are still mad about Andromeda. So they're going to be, like, really cautious with Anthem and be like, this game's going to be bad, so I'm going to make it bad. I'm just, I don't know. I'm st- I'm torn on it. I'm excited for it because I want a lot out of it, but I'm also concerned yeah. that my hype is too high. I, I'm still going to be excited because it's coming out the day after my birthday. So, like, that's... Like, I want to save my birthday gift to myself, but 
Morgan's buying it, so it's not really like I don't know. Personally, I'm looking forward to Devil May Cry Five because I already own all the other Devil May Cries twice except for four. Yeah. And the new DMC because I actually traded in my old DMC for the new one. Yeah, logically. I put 55 cents towards it with the old copy. <laughs> Is that Damn all you it. got for that? Yeah, roughly. Oh, that's rough. I couldn't find anyone who wanted it, so I was like, eh, eh whatever. Yeah. And honestly, the load times are a little insane on the PS3. They're right quick on the PS4, though. <laughs> that's good. Hate a long loading screen. It's Same. like, get with the times. I remember thinking how powerful the PS3 was. And now I look back at it and I'm like, I'm fucking spoiled now. Yeah. My PS4 does everything instantly. And if I want to switch from game to YouTube, I can do that in about 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, the game's still running. Yep. And then I can go right back to the game. Yeah. But nah, just hopefully it's, hopefully my hopes aren't too high for it. Yeah. We, I mean, we got a month or month and a couple days to wait. So I guess we'll see how that works. Uh, we're going to be playing it though, so. We'll know. Yep. That day. Whatever the... whatever. They can't screw up the facial animations because they're all in armor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want me to take this next Yeah, I'll, I'll let you hop on okay. to the next one. We can just flippy flop. Yeah, might as well. Um, I'm into it. Okay, so this week, a Nintendo fan looked at the source files for the NES game collection on the Switch, part of the, like, Nintendo Switch online thing, and found coding for a handful of SNES games. Um, like Super Mario Kart, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, which is one of my favorite ones, Super Mario World, Star Fox, and even Star Fox 2, which had previously been unreleased, but released, quote unquote released, for the SNES Classic. So it's still like an unreleased game. I haven't game. played it yet on the SNES Classic. I, I love that it's like the Lost Tapes that they were like, we, we never released and this. And the fact that it was go. never released and it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I thought that was interesting that it also includes Star Fox 2 because they, they were making a big deal about that being on the SNES Classic and maybe it'll... Anyway, Nintendo hasn't stated that they have any plans to bring SNES games to Nintendo Switch Online, the NES game portal. I guess that would be the SNES game portal, but it I think it's weird that somebody found code for I'm that. sure that they're... Well, they're still so new in their whole online platform. Oh, yeah subscription thing so i'm sure they'll end up introducing another tier at some point yeah that includes the snes library as well yeah i mean if honestly if they could do it to the point where we pay what about 60 bucks a year for playstation plus or yeah um xbox live gold yep so and a year of nintendo online is only 20 bucks yep so if they do a 20 40 60 tier where 20 bucks gives you the NES classic games and online features, the 40 gives you SNES and NES and online features, and they bring it out to the point where like you could get N64, SNES and NES along with online features. I know it's not the full library, yeah, but even the handful of games that they're either are swapping out on a regular or the handful that they're like these are the ones that we really like and we'll just add on here. Yeah. could be worth that. Because I think that would kind of counterbalance what playstation and xbox are doing with free games every month oh yeah because i think that the the nes like game thing is really cool but nes games like there's only a handful unless of you're still. going back to play them for nostalgia's sake yeah or you know i heard of this game when i was younger yeah and i never got to play it so i'm gonna play it now and see what it's like yeah like or, for, you know, in my case, like when Annabelle's stepdad got the Atari that had a bunch of Atari games on it, mm -hmm. 
we were playing that and I was like, okay, there's a couple of games on this that I remember from Ready Player One yeah. being referenced and I want to play those because I want to play most of the games that were referenced in Ready Player One. Yeah, because you're a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be the same way with games on the SNES or the NES. Yeah. Is like, okay, this was referenced in RPO. I'm going to give it a whirl yeah. and see what it's like. It's funny because like when I was a kid, we did have an NES and we had one Mario game. I don't remember which one it was, but that was like it. We may have had one other game, but I remember the Mario game because the Bowser death screen scared the shit out of me. So only my mom would ever play it. But we had an NES, but yet there are more SNES games that I am a fan of, even though I never had one. Like Super Mario World, I literally was just saying to Morgan the other day, is Super Mario World on the NES? I'm going to say the store, even though it's not a store because you don't buy them. Is it on the store? And she was like, no, because that was an SNES game. And I was like, oh, well, maybe they'll put the SNES games on there one day. And then two days later, I read this and I was like, bitch, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Predicting the future. Yeah, I'm weirdly good at that like that video game analyst michael pactor i wish that was my job i was so good at it just gonna bring him up because i've been thinking about him a lot lately yeah mostly because i don't know what has happened in my brain to turn me into pc gaming trash um (laughs) you got a nice pc i have a nice pc now and i'm going i want to play overwatch but not on the shitty console version yeah i want to buy it on pc yeah and then the other half of my brain's like the fuck are you thinking you are level 50 something and you have so many skins on the PS4 yeah. and all your friends are playing on the PS4. Why would I buy the game again? So I've been like, I hope that's right. I hope it's going to go yeah. free uh, free to install, yeah. free to play technically. Yeah. I but I think it would be worth waiting until August or so. And then if nothing happens. Probably what I'm going to do. Nothing happens. I think it's just that now I spend so much time at my computer that yeah. I just want my games to be there with me. Right. That's fair. But I, I have a weird like side thing. Somebody on Tumblr was like, uh, they were talking about the Animal Crossing game for the Switch that's coming out eventually sometime this year. Um, and they were like, I swear to God, if I have to wait until late in the year, like November or even December for this game to release, I'm going to cry because I've been waiting for so many years for a new Animal Crossing game that isn't Pocket Camp. And with like full confidence, I think I can say that whatever the new game is going to be called, it will be releasing by April. I don't know why. I was going to say April too. So yeah, maybe we're on to something. Because Nintendo, we know for a fact Nintendo is releasing a mainline new Pokemon game for the Switch in November. They said that last year. We know it 100%. Why would they release another huge name title in that time of year? They can't compete with them. They would compete with themselves. They easily could, but they wouldn't want to. For both of those nostalgia factors. They wouldn't want to make people choose. Exactly. That's why I think it's going to come out in the beginning of the year. You know? That makes sense. We should have... Well, we'll have a little (laughs) section of the show that's just like Sarah predicts things. Yeah. It's like that's so Raven, but just that's so Sarah. There's a couple things every now and then when I like am finding a story and like, didn't I say something about that a few months ago? And I'll look back in my notes and be like, I think I did say that this was going to be happening by now. So you're already working your way into that game analyst position. It's my fucking dream job. (laughs) Just keep at it. Just keep better records of your... Well, you have records of your stuff. Uh, Yeah, I guess I have You gotta find... Gotta start putting it in like Evernote or something so you can just Mm -hmm. tag search for things. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to put that out there that I fully believe that it will be releasing 
in April or by April. I'm thinking in April because that's also a very hot Nintendo release time. Yep. Nintendo and uh, Nintendo in November, April and November. Nintendo November. Nintendo November. <gasps> they should call it that. Oh, they should. <laughs> Nintendo November. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> so, <coughs> moving on from there, uh Star Wars. Some Star Wars news. Star Wars is a thing. Uh, it is. It's, it's a movie that came out a long time ago. Uh, yeah. You guys probably never heard of it because it's it's, it's really a small little indie film project super obscure. that this guy worked on. Um, <laughs> but EA has decided to scrap the untitled open world Star Wars game, which originally began its development in 2013 from Visceral Games. In 2017, Visceral Games was disbanded and got absorbed into the EA Vancouver. Uh, the game started out under the code name Ragtag, and developers considered it a story-based linear adventure. When the game moved to EA Vancouver, they said the game would be a broader, quote, a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency, <laughs> ellipses, and reimagining central elements of the game to give players a Star Wars adventure of greater depth and breadth to explore. And that you would play as, quote, a scoundrel or bounty hunter who could explore various open world planets and work with different factions across the Star Wars universe, end quote. Yep. Uh, EA has now said that the work of EA Vancouver on the game would, quote, evolve into future Star Wars content and games. Meaning that all of the work that has been put into the game thus far may not be scrapped totally and could be reworked into another open world idea or be released in many thousands of segments as paid dlc for battlefront 2 yeah who knows i i'm i'm back and forth on this i feel bad whenever games get canceled especially like one that had been worked on for almost six years even though like four years of development and then it got absorbed into ea and turned into something after the absorption i stopped caring um because i liked visceral games they did dante's inferno and yeah, I, I loved that game. But I have wanted an open world, a, a, a true open world Star Wars game for like my whole life. <laughs> KOTOR was very close because you could still you still had the element of like traveling and choice and whatever. But it was still very much like, go be a fucking Jedi. You don't have a choice. <laughs> um, I heard The Old Republic was pretty good. Not KOTOR, but just The Old Republic, the online game. Yeah, I don't know. I never. I haven't played it. I looked up some stuff on it. It looks very dated now, but yeah. I have to assume that back when it was the shit. Yeah, like I've, I've only ever played KOTOR 1. I've never the, played the 2 or The Old Republic. still or look very good. Oh. Um, so it's worth watching the cinematics for it if you ever get the chance. Yeah. Because apparently it, it had a very good storyline running to it, too. So... But I can't say that, I don't know, I don't really feel that bad about it because what have we been telling EA with Star Wars games since they started making Star Wars games? Fuck off, stop doing this, this isn't what we want. Yeah. Now they're finally being like, all right, fine, fuck it. Yeah, which sucks because like they, they have all the licensing from Disney and everybody who owns Star Wars, like the, the IP, to make all these games. They're the only ones All, who all can. those Star Wars elements are just going to go into KH3. <laughs> fuck, I hope not. Um, it's like they're the only ones who can do it and they so far have not done a good job like <laughs> when, I, when I, I feel bad for the people that have been working on it forever I know the people that have like that's, poured themselves into this that's the thing that sucks and like battlefront to me the word battlefront means battlefront 
one, the the old, old version, where it was not online and you could just play with you or a friend and it was terrible graphics, but I was really weirdly good at it and it was so fun. And when a new one was coming out, I was like, it's going to be the same thing. And they were like, no, you dumb bitch. You need PS Plus to play this. You need this to play this. You need that to play this. It only this. does online. And also, you're going to be really bad at it because now people are better at video games. <laughs> yeah. And you're playing against real people and you don't have a choice. Like, what? Why? If they want to bring Star Wars back, what they need is to get a good team on it and redo Rogue Squadron. Where you fly around yeah. in your X-Wing. I had one of those. I, yeah, I, I have Rogue those. Squadron for the I N64 have, and it's th- beautiful. Yeah. I think I had that one for PC maybe back back in the day. Maybe, the it wasn't, maybe it wasn't that one, but it was definitely one of the ones where you just fly around. Yeah. Now, I remember Rogue Squadron being really good. It doesn't handle as well as I remember uh, no. going back and playing it now, but yeah. that could just be because ever since the twin stick shooter was invented, my understanding of how a controller should work has yeah. changed. <laughs> so Up is down, down is up. I, I'm used to having two sticks, one to control the camera and one to control my movement, and this is a single stick flight simulator. Yeah. Where one stick controls your in your tilt, your pitch. Yeah. And that's really weird. And the camera. So oh, God. Yeah, it's really weird. It's rough. Anyway, that's the Star Wars news I've got. Yeah. Okay. So, the hopefully what is the final... Uh, How the Westworld won? Yeah. Hopefully what is the final story in the Westworld saga. Hi. Welcome to Westworld. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the... Following the lawsuit with Bethesda um, about how the Westworld mobile game was literally Fallout Shelter with Westworld skin, um, because it was, the Westworld mobile game will officially shut down on April 16th of this year. Uh, The game has already been pulled from app stores like Google Play and iTunes and stuff, and in-game purchases have been disabled as of january 15th which i think was wednesday so if you already had the game installed you can still play it if you feel that strongly about it but apparently the game will be completely shut down and like unplayable on april 16th i don't know how they will do that like i don't know how that's possible remember when flappy bird got taken down and like people people had to like disconnect their shit yeah like people were selling same thing with um we've seen this before with pt and with flappy bird yeah. And people would have a device that was disconnected for basically airplane mode. Yeah. And had the game installed and running because if you connect and it tries, it does whatever it does it to update to, and remove yeah. itself. There was a whole thing for a while with people that had PT on their system. Yeah. There was a, I don't even know if it was a rumor. I was never able to find out if it was a rumor, but that the people who had it in PT installed on their PS4, their PS4s were getting bricked by Sony because they weren't uninstalling the the game and it was so widely spread and widely popular with so many people like sharing videos of it happening to them that i freaked out and uninstalled it and now i regret it because you can't find it anymore i mean i have the the one that we talked about on the show a while ago that was remade for pc that was a really good adaptation i guess you can get those but like the original experience you can't get that anymore. yeah you can go back Um, and watch the game grumps play it because it's funny but. Oh, that one is so fucking good. Oh, <laughs> what's like, in there? I don't know, Dan. <laughs> Maybe it's friendly. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think you should look in the door, Dan. <laughs> I love when Aaron knows what he's doing and Dan has no idea what's coming. Oh, it's so good. Um, that's a good half an hour of your day just watching that. Did and, you Did you ever see their playthrough of Doki Doki? 
No, because by the time I I like got around to it, it, they were like 30 episodes deep. And I was like, that's a commitment. There's a half an hour long compilation of the best moments from that. Mm -hmm. Watch that. I have seen some of the moments in other (laughs) best moments compilations where like I think probably towards the end where it's like the game is asking Aaron like who do you want to pick and all the options are monica and he's like i better pick monica and then it like blue screens and he like freaks out and i was like this game was like iconic in a weird way it was weird because they the game does weird breaky things um and so there's a point near the end when uh they, they named their character friend aaron yeah and she was like or <laughs> friend or, aaron, you... or do you go by aaron yeah and i'm like oh, oh! fuck Speaking of Game Grumps, though, um, Aaron is going to be streaming, I think, for 24 hours um, this Saturday and Sunday. So today, if you're listening to this when it comes out, Saturday and Sunday from 3 p.m. Eastern time, so noon Pacific time. He's said he's going to beat Kingdom Hearts in one sitting. The first one? I have to assume it's the first one because he just said Kingdom Hearts. And I don't. He does not mean all of them. He can't. That would be ridiculous. He can't. Um, but it's going like from Saturday to Sunday. So I have to assume he's just going to like power through 24 hours, but he's streaming that on his channel, his YouTube channel, Ego Raptor. So I have it in my calendar. And if I don't have anything better to do, I'm probably going to put it on because I hate Kingdom Hearts and I want to watch Aaron suffer a little bit. Oh, that's going to be rough. (sighs) Yeah. How long to beat.com ranked Kingdom Hearts at 27 hours for the main story, 40 hours for the main story plus extras. And 61 hours if you're a completionist. That is 60 hours you will never get Holy back. Holy shit. My- if if you're looking at Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 and 2.5 remix for the PS4, collectively, all the Kingdom Hearts games that are on it, mm-hmm. 166 hours to get through. Oh, my God. And that's like if you want to do everything I, there is to do. Yeah, I have to assume that Aaron's just playing like the first one because he he's just said Saturday and Sunday. I have to assume it's like... Uh, he's just oh. gonna power through it in a day. Power through Kingdom the first one. Hearts Final Mix, whatever the heck that means for the PS2. I don't know, man. They they released like twenty three hours. They released like fifteen copies of the first two fucking games, over and over again. One of my friends um is trying to. She's a kind of a completionist. She likes to get all of the trophies for every game she plays, and I I admire her uh, chutzpah. Um, but trying to beat all of the kingdom hearts before kingdom hearts three comes out has broken her as a person. She's done all of the uncharted. She's done the last of us. She's done the Spyro. She's done the crash bandicoots and kingdom hearts is what's going to break her. Oh my. <laughs> Just trying to like platinum everything. I'm excited for Valentine's day. Why? Catherine full body. Oh, I know. Comes out. Um, but anyway, hopping back over to, to yes. the new stuff. I'm going to have to check that stream out though. Yeah. Um, in Overwatch news, Overwatch's Year of the Pig event will begin January 24th, that's next Thursday, and will last until February 18th. Since it's the Year of the Pig, there will likely be big, be pig-themed skins and cosmetic items available during the event. Yep. Blizzard is going to be revealing one new skin every day in their various social media pages until the event starts. Yep. I so that- currently we're still in the winter-esque Season. realm, I think. I think so. Um. Because I'm still seeing the outfits for the characters that are everyone was like, well, Overwatch went full furry because a lot of them are animal related. Yeah. And they have the ears. I'm so into it. Except for any of my mains. Yeah. Because why would they? Yeah. So 
Yeah. I, I think this is good. Uh, when I told Morgan this, um, she was like, oh, then Roadhog is probably going to get oh, a definitely. lot of focus. And I was like, that's nice because like I know that he has his own fan base and I'm sure that a lot of people do play as him. But as far as like when someone says my favorite game is Overwatch, their favorite character that they love a lot is probably not Roadhog. So probably I feel not. it's probably about time that he gets some love. Yeah. Um, well, also, I like that uh, Overwatch since it's been a while since I had played. And I think I only not today when I played it, but my more recent time than that or my last recent time was like a month ago mm -hmm. when it was like the height of the winter games. And they have a feature now where instead of having to be like, oh, what are all the winter skins? I guess I'll go browse the hero gallery and go through every single hero's skin. <laughs> you can just hit it has a whole sub menu where you can just what's new and it'll show you oh. all the new skins for that thing. So when Year of the Pig starts, I can just push that menu and see all the new skins and know if they have any for characters I care about yeah. playing or if they're even good. Yeah, that too. <laughs> they could be very bad. Like, uh, this is really, it's kind of on topic. Gucci has a, a, it's, they're celebrating year of the pig by having a lot of pig themed Gucci items. And I hate Gucci. I think all of their stuff is very ugly and their colors that they have chosen red and green and Brown are horrible, but like, <laughs> People are buying people, rich people are buying them because it's like this is like limited edition Gucci and it's Year of the Pig and I have to. And it's like, do you know what you're doing? It's ugly. It's horrible. I hate that people use the word Gucci as it's like, synonymous with amazing or high quality yeah. or top tier. Because like, yes, Gucci is expensive, but it's hideous. <laughs> you know, what's great. Walmart. I've heard people like, oh, yeah, that software is so Gucci. Mm -hmm. Like What? What does that mean? It means it's really good. It means it's gucky. Gooky. <laughs> it's gooky. Ew. Goosey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm I'm excited for Overwatch's Year of the Pig. I yeah. like all, I like all their events that they do, and it seems like they're just going from one into the next into the next. I'm yeah. super into it. They just keep like like there's like five across the whole year because it's like there's the the Chinese New Year part of the year. Where yep. I, th I think it is like when the Chinese New Year happens, roughly. And then there's the summer events, and then there's fall, and then there's the Halloween, and then there's something else, and then there's Christmas and winter. And then here we are again, all the way back at the new Chinese year of the whatever. I don't remember what next year <laughs> is. What is next year? I have no idea. Chinese New Year 2020. And there's also, I'm really looking forward to February, I think it's the 15th. Or the 14th, when the Overwatch League starts back up. They added a whole shite ton of new teams, and I'm really excited for a lot of them. Uh, like Toronto Defiant, Vancouver Titans are the two Canadian teams that have been added into it. Yeah. I'm really excited to see how they play. Especially because Toronto Defiant has pulled... Uh, I don't know if it's pulled or traded. I don't know how things go over there. Who but knows? they got Neko from Boston Uprising. Yeah. And... It's funny. I went to go um, look that up because I thought it was... Uh fresh news it's from october yeah <laughs> yep it's it certainly it's was not fresh news I, but I, it's fresh to me yeah i don't know how i missed that paris eternal so, yeah some of the i'm excited to see how a a paris team plays because of all the jokes that people make of like oh the, the french, french just run away they like to give up like okay but what if france like destroys or paris just yeah, ruins right. people at overwatch who it's knows also, it's also funny because like if like anybody who's ever been to france is like 
it's just such a beautiful way of life that they live. You know, if you don't need to fight, why bother? World of romance. They just like live their life and go to cafes a lot. It's great. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I know. Live my life and go to cafes a lot. Yeah. Sign me up. Smoke real thin cigarettes and drink only hot coffee. Oh. Sounds uh, like a life. Cobblestone roads. Tap water. What is that? Bring me the Perrier. <laughs> I ordered Perrier tonight while we were out at dinner with my father. Did you feel incredibly fancy? I did. <laughs> I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, Perrier is the same price as a ginger ale. I'm about to be a fancy fuck. <laughs> I felt great because I was able to get a Coke Zero at the restaurant earlier. Because usually you only get like Coke, Diet Coke. And New it, they, Coke. And then Longhorn had Coke Zero. So I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Our I'll, last, I'll let you take care of our last bit of gaming Our news. last one, which is good because this is my favorite. I'm very excited. Um, the Days Gone Collector's Edition has been revealed. Days Gone is the the biker played by Sam Witwer uh, in a zombie apocalypse uh, one. Um, the collector's edition will contain physical and digital items and is already available for pre-order at all the standard game purchasing outlets like Best Buy and probably Walmart and GameStop and shit. Um, it will retail for $139.99 and contains digitally a mini art book, a soundtrack, three drifter bike skins, an early skill unlock, and the Deacon versus the Horde dynamic theme for probably your console or PC or whatever. Uh, and physical items, a statuette of Deacon and his bike, a set of sew-on patches, six pins, four decals, a steelbook case, a physical soundtrack, and a 48-page mini art book. My God. That's a lot of items. If you are super into statuettes, this kind of seems worth the money. Um, obviously, also includes the, the game. Um, there will also be a digital deluxe edition releasing that will contain all of the digital items that were in the collector's edition. Um, and that will be $69.99 and is available for pre-order now on the PlayStation store. So that's interesting that like the digital deluxe edition is only $10 more than the actual game is going to cost. That doesn't seem that bad. Like for a mini art book, a soundtrack, three drifter bike skins, an early scale unlock and a theme for your PS4. Sounds pretty sick. Um, people who pre-order will also receive an in-game drifter crossbow and early access to bike upgrades. And pre-orders through the PlayStation Store will get access to the Days Gone Sawmill Dynamic theme for PS4. I don't know what that looks like. Uh, the game releases Friday, April 26th of this year. I'm very excited. That one was going to come out the day after my birthday too, but they pushed it back, which is fine. Push it back all you need to. I'll wait. I'll wait forever. It's an expensive collector's edition, though. But I guess if you're really into collector's editions, whatever. Sometimes I like collector's editions. Depends if they come with physical stuff. Yeah. This one seems to come with a lot of stuff. Like, sew-on patches, six pins, and four decals alone. Like, sometimes stickers can be, like, $10 or more. So... Oh my god. Gamer cat stickers. Oh no, they're so you cute. You guys can't see them, but I'm showing them to Sarah. They're very cute. I bought Gamer Cat books one and two on Kickstarter. Yeah. And they came with a bookmark, a sticker that is basically a save file, and mm -hmm. it just says um continue, new game, whatever. But then it has the three save slots, and one is gamer cat, one is glitch, and one is blank. Wow. I popped that in the front of the book. Of course. As my uh like 
one of those this book belongs to type things. Yeah. And then I got some some stickers of Gamer Cat, Gamer Cat with Glitch, and then Gamer Cat, Gamer Cat with Glitch, Pixel, and Sweet. And I'm very excited about all of them. Yeah. And if you haven't read Gamer Cat, for those that are listening, <coughs> just look up the Gamer Cat. You'll find it on um, tapass.io. Or I can just I'll pop the link in the show notes. It's a really, 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 really good comic. And they're very cute. They are adorable. Highly recommend. But yeah, if stuff comes with uh, with physical things, then I'm yeah. I'm all about it. It's and, I, I, mean, I don't want to just get experience in the game. Yeah, the early skill unlock, I'm like not super jazzed about because that feels a little bit like a pay to win situation. But like, what the fuck ever? I guess what do I what I, I can't make a difference in this world. But like, let's do the math. So say that it's seventy bucks for the digital deluxe edition, which gets you all the digital crap. So that's another seventy bucks for the statuette. The sew on stuff, the the pins, the stickers, and a theme, which can be like five bucks on its own. Is that worth somebody's in your house? Is that worth it? Yes, like, it's Corey. He's looking for his ketchup. Oh. He just texted me, Do you have ketchup? in all caps. And I'm like, I don't know. Why are you yelling? He's like, it's important. I thought we had ketchup at home. Anyway. Um I don't know. I don't know if that math is worth the like yeah. 70 extra dollars, but like what the fuck ever. Yeah. I'm probably not going to get it because uh, I don't Same. Have, I don't have that kind of money lying around. If the, I'm last, spend- the last collector's edition I wanted to get was Tales of Vesperia's re-release for the PS4 yeah. definitive edition. Unfortunately, that was $100 I didn't have and I had to order it through um, Bandai Namco. Yeah. Namco Bandai's Namco website. Bandai. Yeah. Namkai Bando. If I'm going to spend $140 on something, it's going to go towards like a tattoo, not mm. just like a statuette that's going to sit and collect dust on my TV stand until I'm like move somewhere, put it in a box and forget about it. Yeah. See, but you're talking to the king of statuettes. I know. So I have like so many little knickknack things that I would love to display and I just don't have anywhere to put them. They just like sit in the same spot and I clean and I move them and then I put them back and they just live and like do i need that no <laughs> am i gonna use a sew-on patch no am i gonna stick a sticker on i will anything? use a no. sew-on patch i will I tell know. you that because i have the jacket that is the patch jacket yeah but that's what it's there for yeah so yeah uh anyway that's all the news we have for this week um i did want to mention before we wrap today i had a thought and i'm gonna run the thought by you and our audience simultaneously okay so extra life this mm-hmm. year i'm already like rammed and ready to go i've already signed up as platinum and i just need to i got the funds from twitch in my account the yeah. other day so i can finally take all the bits that people donated and move them into extra life yeah so that's got to happen a little later i just need to remember to go in and do the thing yeah um but i was thinking about doing another event day like on a saturday in maybe june mm-hmm and instead of doing like a 24 hour thing because that's game day. Yeah. I was thinking about doing a 12 hour stream on a Saturday, 10 to 10, but I would call it the um continue stream. Extra life continue. Mm-hmm. And the whole concept is we have a 12 hour block scheduled for streaming and these are the games we have planned, but for every $100 we raise during that day, we'll extend the stream another hour. So you can continue the games. I'm into that. Continue the stream for another hour every time we hit a $100 marker. And see how far we can get it. Yeah. That's either going to go really horribly and we're just going to end at our 12 hours because we didn't raise anything. Or 
which I know I can't really complain if we get to the point where it's like we've had to tack on 10 hours yeah. we raised a thousand dollars. Even like, just like starting a little bit early to help raise something is like, why the fuck not? Because then by the time we hit game day, we're already peppered, ready to go. Yeah. Because then it's, it doesn't feel like I'm looking at a big fat zero until I. Until November hits and yeah. then you only have a month to raise monies. So yeah. that's my thought. If you guys have um, suggestions or thoughts on that. Yeah. Drop your comments in. Also, as of today, I made two two tiers or two different new rewards for tokens on our Twitch channel. Great. Because you earn tokens from watching, not from buying anything, not from ordering bits, not yeah. from watching ads, but for just from watching our stream. You earn one token every minute. And <laughs> Static has a real hard-on for getting me to play Solitaire. Oh, yeah. So I, uh, I had a weird problem where I was watching on my phone and I had... 5,000 something tokens I was watching on my computer and I had a different number than that. And then I, I kicked up that old tablet that I bought off you years ago. Cause I, I didn't want to use my phone was like the Nexus seven, 2013 edition. Yeah. I was, my phone was like dying and I didn't want to pull out the computer. So I was just watching on the tablet and I had like a super wildly different number than either of the other two platforms. And I was like, is this based on where I am? It shouldn't be because I can go on the be. back end and see exactly how much you have. Yeah, it was just really weird because I had like 5,000 here, 1,000 there, and 300 there. And I was like, that's really weird. But, but either way, I think I have 5,000. So if you set your goal <laughs> for 5,000 tokens as solitaire, I'm just dumping it all 5, in there. 000, it's it's 5,000 tokens to essentially force a one night let's play yeah. or a one night stream yeah. of whatever game you want. <laughs> I mean, obviously, solitaire. obviously, if it's a game I don't own. You're going to have to bear with me while I work on owning that game right. to be able to play it. Unless you provide the game. And right. then obviously no problem. If the game is provided, I'll stream it whether or not you had tokens. <laughs> like, Yeah, right. <laughs> thanks for buying me a game, bro. <laughs> um, but then for so that's 5000 tokens, because if you've been watching long enough to have 5000 tokens, holy shit, you deserve to have a night dedicated to whatever the fuck you want to see me play. Yeah. Uh, for 500 tokens for people who've been around for a little over a week of watching our stream then you can recommend a game to be played so yeah. that people that want to like don't want to use their tokens for anything else because they there's not really much else going on there like twitter follows steam yeah. ads stuff like that but for the most part our community i'll add people on steam and twitter anyway like, yeah right we're all hanging out in discord it's it's not like i'm some sort of high up on a pedestal famous guy yeah i'm just a, i'm a normal joe just like you a normal fox yeah but um yeah, so I was like, 500 seems like a good, like, people that have been around for a little while can be like, hey, I have a recommendation. I'm going to use my tokens to tell them. Yeah. That way I don't have to deal with the newbies coming in like, I, you should play Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, now I'm really dreading. What if someone drops 5,000 for me to play Fortnite? I will immediately ban them. <laughs> that is my personal policy. <laughs> if anybody comes into my chat and you, they're like, please play Fortnite, insta-ban. Static, it's been really nice having you in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know he was thinking it. He learned the hard way that he can't ban other mods. So, because he, oh, he was trying to. He he's was, immune. He was trying to test something. And he was like, well, Raw Zombie, I guess I can't ban you. And I was like, why were you trying? What did I do? Did I hurt your feelings in some way? What happened? <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> I thought we were friends. Can't we talk about this? <laughs> oh, no. So Static's immune. He may request. Oh, yeah. God. I don't but think I can. He doesn't have enough points to request that and Solitaire. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think I might. I'm going to have to see. Yeah, you're going to have to check. I think I might have But that's like, in there. So if you guys are interested in checking out the streams and seeing all the goofy shit we end up doing, like Devil May Cry starts on Monday. Yeah. And that's going to take a week and a few days probably to get through. 
So anyway, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you back here again next week. We're going to see if we can convince Morgan to come back and hang out with us. Then. Yeah, it's just it. The thing about <laughs> I know it she is, has legitimate reasons for not yeah. being here, but it's fun to pretend that she quit. I know. I just don't I don't <laughs> want anybody to actually believe that. No, no. Like, she's she's still with us. Don't worry, guys. Go and visit her and be like, so why did you quit the show? And she'll be like, it's my fucking show. <laughs> like if she quit. Why, the sh- why did you stop? If she quit the show, we would have to call it something else. Like continue on with like episode 94, 95, 96, but call it something else and be like, this is a different <laughs> show now. Shit. What were we talking in the beginning of uh, binge watching? Yeah. We sometimes talk about games. Sometimes we just talk about television. I will talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine for hours because it's the only show I watch. This is the podcast where we just talk about what we've been watching on Netflix lately. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week. And until then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. (laughs) 